Yo, what's going on? What's going on? It's your boy Molly, aka Mr. Cobrand. You are now listening to two my uh, life changing podcasts. I appreciate the feedback I've been giving, and um, it's just incredible, man. I, I really appreciate y'all for even taking y'all time out to even hear what I got to say. It's just amazing, man. It's really overwhelming, man. I appreciate the love. But this is THSH Radio, where we think highly and stay humble. Again, it's your boy Marley, a.k.a. Mr. Cobrand. I am your host. And um, I do want to thank Anchor for giving me this platform and being able to let me motivate y'all and other people out there that may need it. And um, just to pick up the experience a little bit and um, be a, some kind of help towards you guys. And... Um, Today, I really want to jump in and talk about why people aren't successful. I had a conversation with my brother, and then it ended up leading to a sermon I was listening to, and then it ended up leading to another conversation I had with my homeboy, J-Rod. So, the reason why I feel a lot of people aren't successful, there's many reasons. One of the reasons I feel that it has to do with your environment. The people that you're around. If the people that you're around don't fit you, you need to leave. And what I mean by that is the people that you're around, if they don't see a vision that you have, you need to be around some people that see your same vision. If you have an invention or if you have a goal or some kind of passion that you feel insecure about, say, for example, you might... Uh, like the paint, or you might do something secretly secretive that nobody else knows that you do, and you feel like you won't look or you won't look cool letting everybody else know that you do it. But it's your passion. It's something that you do easily. And what I think that people misunderstand in, and um, the whole thing about success, people think success is just a whole bunch of money. Oh, I just want to be a millionaire. When I become a millionaire, I become successful. No, they got people that make $500,000 a year and they're successful. Why? Because their money matches their happiness. You can be a billionaire and be unhappy. That doesn't make you successful. You know how many millionaires and billionaires commit suicide every day, every week, every month, every year? That does not make you successful. Stop chasing money. Chase your dream. So whenever you make money, it doesn't feel like work. Your work feels like money. Your money is your bonus. It's when you can get paid for doing nothing. Because this is what you'll do in your off time. There's a difference between going to work and having a career. I mean, uh, having a job and having a career. A job is short term. Your career is long term. Your career should be something that you're passionate about. It should never, ever be something that either somebody has forced you to do, whether it's your parents or a sibling or an aunt, uncle, or whatever, somebody that feels like, oh, well, because I did this all my life and it's something I'm passionate about, I'm bringing this on to you because I feel like you are a, uh, a uh, 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 I guess, a junior you know, to me, and you can carry on the name. You should never feel like that. Don't ever wear anybody else's shoes but your own because you don't know what it takes to tie those shoes. You don't even know if them shoes going to fit you or if they're uncomfortable while you walk in them. I know a lot of y'all saying, oh, what is he talking about? What do you mean shoes? What do you mean shoes? It's a metaphor. Don't ever try to be somebody else's anything or do anything that somebody else does because it might not fit you. The Bible talks about that as covet. We shall not covet thy neighbor's wife or covet thy neighbor's ox, which means thy neighbor's job or any way they make their money. I don't really like to get too much into the religious and everybody not believe in God, but that's okay. I believe in God. So, again, like I said, stop um, coveting other people's stuff. What's for you will be for you. If it's not for you, you won't have it. And it's okay if you don't wear Nikes. It's okay if you don't wear Jordans. They're not for everybody. 
That's why they got Reeboks in the theaters. They not for everybody. They not for everybody. That's one of the reasons why people don't want to be successful. No, they can't be successful because their environment uh, discourages them to the point where they feel like it's uncool to wanting to be themselves. It's uncool for me to do something that I feel is cool, but it's only cool if you see it's cool. So I can't be successful. So if I live in the projects, not putting down anybody that lives in the projects, but if I live in the projects and I feel like I want to get out the projects, but you in the projects too, we both been in the projects our whole lives. And I feel like you're on tired of being in the projects. I want to move to Manhattan or I want to move to, 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 um, to, uh, to Westchester or Rochester or somewhere, uh, Long Island. You see what I'm saying? Staten Island. I want to get some, I want to go somewhere else. Um, that's more sedity, you know, or even a fast pace, like a city environment, or you see what I'm saying? I want to do something I feel like that can level me up. And you like, nah, don't do that. Or who you think you is? You think you better than me? Or what they like to do, right? This is my favorite one. What they do is they say, um, you sound white or you look white or you not white. Why do I have to be white to be successful? Why do I have to be white just because I don't want to wear anything that makes me look like a thug? Why do I have to be white or um, some kind of uh, 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 black sheep because I like to wear flip-flops instead of sneakers and wear sweatpants and hoodies all day? I'm a truck driver. I don't like wearing jeans. I can't remember the last time I put on jeans, to be honest with you. You see what I'm saying? I actually got scrutinized for, for wearing jeans. I mean, for not wearing jeans and, and not wearing sneakers and having my hat on. I'd rather wear a hoodie and some sweatpants and some Nike flip-flops. That's my thing. And some Nike socks. And I like to tuck my sweatpants inside my socks. Why? Because don't nobody else do it. I think it look cool. And I do that to remind myself I'm nothing like nobody else. Because when I go outside, I don't see nobody else do that. And believe it or not, that makes me feel more comfortable within myself. Because I'm not trying to be like everybody else out here. And I don't care what nobody else in my environment says that I can't do something or I won't be able to do something because they haven't done it. Those type of people are the first people to bring you down or try to bring you down because they didn't accomplish something or they still stuck at where they was or they're too lazy to even do it. And because you have the ambition and the drive to do it, they tell you you can't do it. That's not a friend. Even if it's their, even if they're your family. Because we have a lot of people that relate that we're related to that's not family. And we got a lot of family that we're not related to. Family is not blood related. It's love related. And that's the truth. That is the truth. So that's one of the reasons. Your environment. People will bring you down that, that grew up with you because they feel as though that they know the real you. And because they, they know the old you, they feel like the old you is the real you. But the old you was somebody that was still learning, somebody that don't know any better. The new you, you've been through so many experiences and learned so much that you can't be considered as the old you anymore because there's new things about you. That doesn't mean that you switched up on them or that doesn't mean that you're acting different. It means that you're acting mature. That means that you're growing. There's nothing wrong with you growing. There's nothing wrong with you being mature. There's nothing wrong with you wanting more for yourself. There's nothing wrong with you wanting more for your kids. Nothing. I don't care what nobody say, whether it's your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, aunties, uncles, cousins, whoever. Best friends, uh, exes, wives, husbands. It doesn't matter. Do what you want to do that what makes that makes you happy. Because at the end of the day, 
Ain't nobody else going in that casket but you. There's only one pillow in that casket. And I don't know about y'all, but I'd rather leave this earth knowing that I was happy than knowing that I'm unhappy. They got a lot of people that leave this earth unhappy and never accomplish what they want to do or what they feel like they want to be in life. Because they become complacent. They come, they become comfortable. And that's another example of why people don't uh, uh, become successful. You become so complacent. So complacent, so comfortable. Five years done went by and you still in the same spot talking about you want to open up a restaurant. Five years went by and you still in the same spot talking about some you want to be a basketball player. Five years done went by and you still in the same spot talking about you want to be a rapper. Come on, man. What are you doing? If you gonna, if you going to shoot for your dream, shoot for your dream. But you know what? You know what's the difference between people that shoot for their dream and they, people that don't shoot for their dream? Obviously, the uh, you know, what I just said. But the fact is that they don't try. They don't try. And one of the biggest reasons why they don't try and one of the biggest reasons why people aren't successful is because they're afraid of failure. They're afraid to not succeed. They're afraid of falling. But you don't understand. You learn more from your failures than you do from accomplishments. I'd rather fail a test one time, study that test, and pass it 10 times, then to pass it one time, retake the test 10 times and fail it. Because I didn't study the first time. I'd rather measure something 10 times before I cut it than to cut it 10 times because I only measured once. It makes more sense. Sure, you're gonna go through trial and error. Sure, there's gonna be valleys and peaks. But what you don't understand that's there to help you is not there to hurt you. People are so intimidated by failure. And it's never a loss. It's only a lesson. That's why we go through so much opposition. That's why we go through so much trial and error. Because it's there to teach us and there, and there to help us grow. People complain about so many things. So much, so much stuff they got to go through. Opposition, stress, uh, family situations. All of these things is to build you up for emotional uh, 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 st- uh, uh, endurance, um, uh, stability, um, make you more aware of certain things, certain people in your life. These things are to teach you. So when you reach that point of success and you get there, you're able to stay. Success is like buying a car. Anybody can purchase any type of car that they want. All you got to do is put down the down payment. But that's not the end of it. Can you afford that vehicle? Can you still maintain the vehicle if something goes wrong with it? I'm not talking about brakes. I'm not talking about uh, tires. I'm not talking about, um, uh, you know, cosmetic type of stuff. I'm talking about transmissions. I'm talking about engine failures. Something that's going to cost you $2,000 to $2,500. And you got to take that out. And you can't throw it away because you don't put $2,500 down on the car anyway. On top of that, your car note is $500, $600 a month. And you've been paying on it for a whole year. Do you really want to throw that all, all that money away? And better yet, if your contract not situated the way it's supposed to be and you don't have total loss protection or gap insurance, you know what's going to happen? You're going to throw that car away and you're still going to be paying that $500 or $600 a month. And if you don't get your insurance right, they're going to say that you elapsed on your insurance. So the next time you get another car, your insurance is going to be either higher for the first six months. Most likely probably about $400, almost $500. So that's $1,000 that you're paying for your vehicle every month. Mandatory. If you want to keep that vehicle. If you want to keep the vehicle just for people to say that you got a nice car. 
if you want to keep that vehicle just for females to say, hey, that's a nice car, can I ride in it with you? If you want that attention, because all that attention just gives you is hoes and haters. And excuse my language, that is hoes and it's haters. Hoes can come in a male form and a female form. And haters can come in a male form and female form. It just comes in hoes and haters. That's it. And people get so wrapped up and want that attention, they don't even realize it. They're so blind to the fact that these things happen every day. And the worst part about it, we advertise this on social media. We advertise this on uh, uh, on TV, music, movies. And our kids watch this every day. Not only on music, social media, movies, we practice this in our home. The first thing we do, go off into the military. What we do, come back with a Camaro, Charger, or Challenger, BMW, some kind of sports car, some kind of fast car that you've seen on TV, say, oh, I want that. So what they do, they throw a loan at you. They give you a high APR, annual percentage rate, which is basically your, int your interest rate. What your interest rate determines your car note. Now, what else they do is they'll say, oh, okay, here, man, we got these uh, certain incentives where you can um, you can miss a couple of, uh, of payments. You know, you can miss two payments uh, for two months or whatever. You ain't got to worry about it. No, you do have to worry about it because you know what that does? It gives you more interest on your loan. And on top of that, it creates a balloon payment. What a balloon payment is, it makes your, uh, your premature uh, – your premature amount higher. So let's say you got a um, you got a loan for six years, right? And you got a car note for three hundred dollars. You got a loan for six years. And my math is kind of off. I don't really know, but I'm just gonna throw a figure out. Let's say you're paying twelve thousand dollars for the car, and you're paying three hundred dollars a year. I mean three hundred dollars a month, right? Now, your principal pay your principal balance on the vehicle which is just the, the value price of the car alone, not including what the bank tax onto it. Your principal balance is 12,000. All the total loss protection, the debt protection, the, um, the protection just in case you uh, lose your job or you die, they got some kind of um, insurance where they tack on $100,000 to your car, you gotta file a claim. If you die, then your car automatically gets paid off. They give you $100,000 to pay it off. Now, that goes towards your vehicle. Now, all these type of uh, insurances and coverages that come on top of your car, these things are added to your loan, which can raise your, the amount of your final pay, uh, your final car, uh, the final the final amount for your car to be almost $20,000, $2,100. But remember... Your principal payment, I mean, your principal balance was only 12000 So how you end up with almost an extra $10,000 on top of your loan? Because the bank don't tell you that. The bank don't tell you that. They don't, they don't let you know these type of situations. And those two months that they let you skip, that raised your interest. So now you got to pay $22,000 plus an extra maybe $200 or $300 or $400 or $500 or $600 depending on how much the interest is, because there's interest accrued on your loan every day. That's why they don't tell you to make extra payments towards your principal. That's how you kill your interest, which helps you pay off the loan faster. That's how you kill your interest. If you pay off that principal balance, you don't owe them anything. You don't owe them anything at all. You don't. And again, like I said, they don't tell you this because they don't want you to know. Why they don't want you to know? Because they want you making that payment forever as long as it takes. And as long as they keep making you make that payment, they know that they got you and they're going to keep on receiving money. How it works is the dealership receives an electronic check from the bank, right? The dealership is already paid off. The dealership don't care whether if you pay that car note or not. They already got paid for the car. The bank is the one 
who who uh cares about if you pick the uh make the payment or not. Not only are they gonna um put inflictions on top of your credit and make your credit score drop, they can also uh uh, uh um kick you out of your loan and send it straight to the IRS. You can't dodge the IRS. If you owe the IRS money, they're snatching your paycheck. They will snatch your paycheck for as long as it takes for you to pay that money back. And I know because I've been through it. My first job, I was working at McDonald's. And I owed the IRS money from um, my income taxes. And they was taking $125 out of my check every check. And I didn't even know. Then on my last payment that I owed them, they sent me a letter and said, congratulations, you you uh, you just submitted your final uh your final payment. There's no way getting out of that. That's the that's the government. They're gonna get their money regardless whether you want to or not. Whether you like it or not. And these are the things that need to prepare you for you to be successful. Stop worrying about outside people. Worry about you. Worry about what makes you happy. Worry about what can what kind of stability you can have. Worry about what kind of things you can afford. So you're not out here just clout chasing or you're not out here trying to make yourself look better than what you what you really are. It does not matter. At the end of the day, these people don't care about you. 80% of them talking about you and 20% of them don't even realize it. Whatever you're doing. And then it might be it might be backwards. 80% of them don't even realize it and 20% of them talking about you. In a negative way. In a negative way. Some of them might call you just to see if you failed. They act like it's love, but it ain't love. It ain't real. And that's another reason why people don't want to be successful. Because they don't have that extra backbone. They don't have that extra help. They don't have that ear. I mean, they, they don't have that voice in their ear. Whenever you reach a certain point of success, you run into a whole lot of obstacles, a whole lot of emotional, mental, and financial. If you don't have the right people in your ear, it will break you. It will destroy you physically and mentally and emotionally. Trust me, I've been through it. I've been through it. I've been through it all. I've been through it. It would destroy you. It really would. You have to set yourself around the right people. The right people. The people that call and check on you and don't even want nothing. Just to see if you're all right. Just see if you're all right. Yo, you ate today? And it don't have to, it don't have to be... Um, I hate to say this. I want to be politically correct. It doesn't have to be gay. And and a lot of a lot of us men, we feel, um, we don't feel manly if if we have another man ask us if we ate today. Yo yo, you good? Yo you you alright? Or we don't feel like a man if we can't tell if if I can't tell uh my my homeboy or my brother how I feel about something. I can't get emotional with him. That's gay. How is that gay? You're supposed to be my friend. You're supposed to be my brother. How is that gay? Because I can't express how I feel to you. You know I ain't no punk. So why I can't be emotional? You see what I'm saying? Why do I have to be gay to be emotional? That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make, we all go through stuff every day. It's not if you go through stuff, it's when you go through stuff. And like I say all the time, it's not what you go through, it's how you prepare for it and how you feel about it. Because depending on how you prepare for it is how you're going to feel about it. If you owe the IRS $8,000 and you in a job that pays you $10,000 a month, that $8,000 is not going to be too bad. But if you owe the IRS $8,000 and you're only making $3,000 a month, oh, that might be a problem. Because they don't care what you got to pay for. They want their money. 
So whenever you're around people that don't give you positive energy and give you positive criticism and that can get you back on track without you feeling some type of way, and that's another reason why people don't be successful as well. We take everything too, too serious. I'm not going to say we take everything too serious. Let me let me scratch that. We, I hate to say in our feelings too, because I, I, don't, I don't want anybody to feel or misconstrue what I'm trying to say. We, we don't know how to take positive criticism. Just, just, just straight like that. We don't know how to take positive criticism. We feel like we're being attacked all the time because we don't realize that we got people that actually love us and actually want us to win and actually want us to be successful that we think that no matter what anybody says that's negative is hating. Are you hating on the fact that I'm here and you not? Are you hating on the fact that I got this and not? I never met nobody else that's successful that's more than me, that's successful more than me that hating on me. I never met that. I never met a successful hater. Because they don't have time to hate on you because they're focused on what they're doing. A real successful person. Now, you got a lot of people that are successful that look down on other people or what they're trying to do. And they might see somebody else on the verge to coming up and they'll bite those couple of shots at them to stop them from coming up because they feel like they might do more than them. No, I want you to do more than me. I want you to make more than me. Why? Because then you're going to know something that I did it. Because if I'm still at this level and you pass me, there must be something that you know that I don't. And if you share the same level of respect that I have for you that you have for me, then honestly and probably, most likely, you're going to let me know what it is I need to know so I can be on the same level as you. I don't need to be envious of you. What's for me will be for me and what's for you will be for you. I don't. We might end up buying the same car, but it don't mean it's going to be the same color. So I don't need to be jealous of anything you have, no matter what it is. No matter what it is. And don't be mad at me because I did something with my 24 hours that you didn't. We all are given the same 24 hours of the day. All are given the same 24 hours a day. Some of us just wake up earlier than others. Some of us wake up later than others. And that's fine. We all are given the same 24 hours of the day. What you do with yours might not be the same thing I do with mine. But if your life doesn't come out like mine and my life doesn't come out like yours, you can't be mad at me and I can't be mad at you no matter what the circumstances or even the outcome is. You can't. If you stayed in the house to smoke weed all day while I went all the way out to Texas to go get a job to make sure my family was straight, you cannot be upset with me and you cannot be up you can't be mad at me because I took that initiative. First of all, whenever you want to be successful, you're going to have to make sacrifices. And people that don't want to be successful don't understand that. They don't get that. They don't comprehend that. And most of them don't even want to. They feel like they can be successful tomorrow. Success is a process. It comes with ups and it comes with downs. It comes with valleys. Success, and I said this before, success is like uh, days of the week. You got your Mondays where you don't feel like going to work at all. You just left off the weekend. You don't feel like going to work. Then you got your Tuesdays. You start to get a little bit more motivated about going to work. Then you got your Wednesdays, you're thinking, man, I'm halfway there. Okay, let's get it. It's hump day. I'm halfway there. Then you got your Thursdays, say, okay, I'm almost there. Thank God it's almost Friday. Then you got your Fridays, you say, okay, I made it through the week. Okay, thank God tomorrow's Saturday. I'm chilling on Saturday. Then you got your Saturdays. That's your time that you can you can um, celebrate your success. You go out, you might party, whatever the case is, you might have to celebrate. See what I'm saying? Then you got your Sunday. Your Sunday is to reflect back on your whole week and then to foreshadow the following week. To prepare mentally, physically, emotionally, financially. Prepare for next week. For next week. That's what your Sunday is. Your Sunday is the most important day. 
the most important day. It's the last day of your celebration, but the first day of your new opposition. That is one of the reasons why people don't become successful as well. They're not prepared in any aspect. They're not prepared. They have a dream, they don't research it. They see the next person doing it, and because the next person do it, they feel like it's easy for them to do it. Or they see the next person's pockets, and they say, well, I want my pockets like them. Not knowing that person don't see their family uh, three months out of the year, four months out of the year. You might not be built like that. Your family might not be built like his family to be able to sustain that. My aunt told me straight up. She said, I don't see how Stephanie do it. I couldn't be your wife. I said, why? She said, because you're always on the road. I couldn't do it. I said, well, I couldn't be your husband either. Now, mind you, my aunt is very successful. She's a teacher. And um, she has her master's. I think she has two of her master's. And she has another degree, I think, whatever. But she's very successful. She's doing very well for herself. All her kids are grown. So all the money she makes goes in her pocket. She's good. And when I say successful, I don't mean she's rich. You know, she's very comfortable. She lives a very good life. She has a house. You know, she's, she's comfortable. Her happiness matches her account. That's what I call successful. So she's good. I'm trying to get to that point. To be to have my account matches my uh, to match my happiness. That's what I consider success. But like I said, um, she was saying, "Oh, I couldn't be your wife." And like I said, different strokes for different folks, and that's that's okay. Like not everybody wear the same shoes. That's cool. I understand that. I understand that. But not once has she ever hated on me. She's actually congratulated me and told me that she's proud of me and that she loves me. And when you have people that give you confirmation, when you've been looking for confirmation, they say, dang, am I even doing the right thing? Because you haven't had the example show you. And that's another reason why people are not successful, because we haven't been given examples on what to do, how to do it, and when we're faced with opposition, how to feel about it, and how to prepare for it. So whenever we go through these trial and errors, we're basically learning off a of trial and error. And we got to pray that our error isn't bad enough to knock us off course so that we don't end up being successful. That's what we have to pray for. People ask me all the time, so where, where, where are you going to move to? I don't know. I stopped lying. I don't know. I would like to move to a, uh, towards a city. Because I, I, I like the fast pace. I like the fast pace. But I have to worry about my family and what they want. You know, we all have to come together on some kind of agreement. But I don't know where I'm going to be at. I honestly don't. I can't even lie and say, yeah, I'm going to be here or yeah, I'm going to be there. Like, I can't. Because I didn't know where I was. I, I didn't know I was going to be where I am today. If you asked me uh, two years, um, two years ago, if I would have been here, I would have told you no. I would have told you no. I wouldn't have thought it. At least that I wouldn't have thought it. But I would have definitely told you no. So that's another reason we haven't been given the example. We haven't been shown the example. We haven't been given notes. We haven't been given the cheat sheet. We haven't. We've been focused on too much uh, superficial stuff and material stuff and stuff that don't even make sense. But this is the stuff that they feed to you because they don't want you to be successful. And I hate to bring up the race card, but white people don't treat their kids like that. Only black people treat their kids like that. Only minorities treat their kids like that. White people don't treat their kids like that. White people hand down investments and stocks to their kids. Black people don't hand down anything but debt. But debt. And you know what we think about debt? 
Oh, we ain't worried about it because in seven years they write it off our uh, our uh, our um credit report, so we ain't gotta worry about it no more. Not knowing it's still on there. It's just not on. It's just not uh, affecting you, but it's still on your credit report. Best believe it hasn't gone anywhere. It's still on there. It just doesn't affect you anymore. They don't teach their kids that. We do. It's okay. It's okay for our grandparents to pass, and we face with a whole bunch of debt, so we got to bury them, and, and we don't even have no money to bury them. But everybody else want to go party. That's in the family. And they got to leave... They got to leave that person with the responsibility to be able to handle that debt. That's crazy to me. But we can go to the beach. We can have parties. But we all can't push together and save up uh, uh, $2,000 to $3,000 to pay off a debt for, for somebody that we looked up to and got, and got, um, and, and, and got advice from and guided us and taught us everything we knew it took care of us cooked for us gave us countless and countless times of stories made us smile protected us but we can't put together two thousand to three thousand dollars thirty of us twenty of us and we all got good jobs we all can't come together and bring three hundred dollars a month That's it. $300 for 10 months. We all can't bitch in $300 for 10 months. It's $3,000. From January to October, that's $3,000. It doesn't make any sense. But these are the people that surround you. That's why you're not successful. It doesn't matter to them. The only thing that matters to them is being better than the next person. That's the only thing that matters to them. It's the only thing. And we have to stop that. We have to stop. We have to stop teaching our kids going into debt. Teach our kids to follow their dreams. And I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody says. Not everybody in here, not everybody in the world wants to be a rapper. I'm sorry. Everybody's dream ain't, be, ain't to be a rapper. That's not everybody's dream. Because everybody ain't going to make it. I promise you. Everybody's not going to make it. Everybody's not going to make it to be a basketball player. Everybody's not going to make it to be a football player. Everybody's not going to make it to be an actor. We need more lawyers. We need more doctors. We need more police officers. Since we worried about the cops shooting us. And, 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 and killing us and killing black people, why don't we become the police? So we don't have to worry about putting that job in other people's hands. Why don't we take control of that? Why don't we build these clothing lines so we can stop uh, boycotting Gucci and all these Pradas and all these other people that want to put black faces on clothes? Why don't we, com why don't we create our own clothing lines? And shout out to the people that do. Why don't we support our own clothing lines? Our friends that do clothing lines. Our friends that do business. Shout out my homegirl, Michelle. I just bought a, 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 a hoodie from her not too long ago. And I bought it, honestly, just off the strength because I see her actually promoting herself. And I see her actually doing something that actually motivates me. I was motivated by seeing her doing something that made me want to put push out my uh, my clothing line and push out my uh, prison reform line. Things I want to do, just so I can have something for my kids to look up to, or they can have something for them to look up to. I'm sorry, I said it wrong. It's not about me. You have to find something that's bigger than you. That's the only way you can become successful. If you learn and you lead with selfishness, you will always fail. I don't care who you are. You have to learn with we and lead with we instead of leading with just me. You cannot do that. 
because it's going to be something that I know that you don't, and it's going to be something that you know that I don't. We can learn off each other. We don't have to do it separately. It doesn't have to be the crab in the bucket syndrome. It really does not. I promise you it doesn't. Because we don't get anywhere with that. We don't. We do not get anywhere with that. I hate you. Why I hate you? Because you got a million dollars and I don't. Instead of me asking you, hey, uh, I'm interested in starting this business. Could you give me any tips? I see you're successful. Do you have anything that you can give me? Or better yet, can I pay you for an hour of your time? You know, can I pay you for your hour of your time? A lot of people don't take you serious unless it's a, uh, you, you're paying for their time. And I understand that. I understand that. I get it. I get it. People got bills. People got kids. They got to take care of. I understand. They can't take their time out unless you're paying them for it. I get it. I understand. I understand. It's fine. I understand. I get it. But what I don't get is how we tear each other down because we're not on each other level. I don't get that part. I don't get that I got to look down on you and feel like I'm better than you just because I was given some, I was, I worked for something that you didn't. So I feel like I'm better than you because I got here and I'm here and you, and you not. What makes you better than me? Your car? God forbid something happened to that car, then what? You're going to be walking down the street just like me. You're going to be walking down the street just like me. And you know what's crazy what I be seeing? Uh, I be seeing like, um, and I'm, I'm not judging nobody, but what, what, what throws me is, right, people that walk, right, and they be on the bus, and they be buying Gucci, Louis, um, you know, uh, all kind of, fashion and designer or whatever the case they may have on. Bro, you on the bus. See what I'm saying? You on the bus. Why is your clothes that you have on, you got Balenciagas on. That's $1,100, $1,200 shoes. Bro, you could have put down a down payment for them on the same shoes that you bought. The same shoes that you bought. The same shoes you bought could have been a down payment for your car. But you bought Balenciagas. Why? Because you wanted to be the fly dude on, on, in the room. You, want, you wanted to be that. You wanted to be the, the, the person that got the, uh, the, 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 what they call it? The uh, all eyes on me. That's, that's what you wanted to do. You wanted to be all eyes on me. You wanted everybody to see you. Oh, he got Balenciagas on. But you know what they really saying? He's stupid. Why would you spend $1,200 on shoes for? Yeezys. Why would you spend $1,200 on shoes? Now, if you don't have any bills and you have any kids, then you do your thing. That's on you. But if you got responsibilities and you got kids and you know that money could have went somewhere else, why would you do that? What sense does that make? Please, enlighten me. Please enlighten me, because I need to know. Please. It doesn't make any sense. It does not make any sense. And that's one of the reasons why we're not successful. We're too caught up in all this superficial stuff and, and not realizing there's other things out there that we need to focus on. We too used and too focused on wanting to be the flyest wanting to be the the most prettiest and another thing is we worry about instagram so much and snapchat and facebook is 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 we worry about getting followers more than we get money and that's another thing i don't understand either you more focused on followers than than, than you are about money and that goes back to to, to the perception People rather look rich than be rich. I don't get that. Just like the Balenciagas. You rather look rich than be rich. I said before, I would I wouldn't want to buy a Mercedes. You know, I take that back. Once I become 
once once I'm at the financial uh, point that I would want to be at, and I can buy the buy the Mercedes in cash, and I don't have to like go and get no loan for it, then yeah, I'll go get me a Mercedes. Yeah, so I I take back what I said. I'll go get me a Mercedes, but I have to only get it unless I can pay for it in cash, at least half off. Like at least I can pay half of it off. Like I'm not gonna buy a Mercedes that I gotta spend um uh, and get a whole loan for it and 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 pay eight hundred dollars nine hundred dollars for a car note for what for what for what that car does not belong to you if you don't have the title to it it is not yours that means any given time they can take it from you again these are the reasons why we are not successful these are the reasons why we don't we do not focus we don't spend enough time reading we don't spend enough time going and going to seminars we don't spend enough time actually having positive and motivational dialogues like this we don't have that we don't have that we so caught up on wanting to be the next person on wanting to be this guy wanting to be that guy wanting to be like this guy wanting to be like that guy who cares because you don't know what they bills is like you don't know what they go through you don't know that person can be out here smoking uh, crack or something like that and just to sustain and have a mental just to deal with all these bills you don't know what they go through you don't you don't and if it ever, and if you ever seen what they really went through you wouldn't want to do it why because you're scared of failure you're scared you're scared So, like I said, those are some of the reasons why people aren't successful. And um, if you got a dream, shoot for it. I don't care what they say or who say it. Shoot for it. And another reason why we're not successful, we're afraid to do things by ourselves. And I know I said we got to start being in groups too as well. But sometimes it, you have to learn the difference between being in groups and being by yourself and being solo. Because sometimes we'll wait on somebody else to do something, and, and they got the slow feet. And I always say slow feet is, is worse than no feet. You see what I'm saying? At least if you ain't got no feet, you can, you can say, look, the only reason why I didn't do it because I don't have no feet. But the only reason why I didn't do it because I took my time. I took my time. I waited 10 years to do it. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a reason why I should have waited. It's one thing if, you, if you're waiting and you're preparing yourself while you're waiting. But it's one thing, it's, 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 it's another thing to not be prepared and you're still waiting. They say uh, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. It's the same thing. If you got a dream, if you, if you write books for a living, that's your dream, right? And you write books. You should be out here writing a book every day at least writing a chapter every day, preparing you. So when a person that comes down or comes by you with a book deal, and they can give you a book deal, you can already be ready. Just like just like if you want to be a rapper. Don't say you, you want to be a rapper and, and you're never in a studio and you're in a club all day every day, but you're not performing. You're not getting paid to perform. But you you on Instagram and you 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 trying to get at girls all day every day. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's like you're not prepared. Nobody's going to take you serious. Nobody. No one is taking you serious because you're not prepared. I don't want to hear no deal. Don't pitch me no deal, no nothing. I can't take you serious. You haven't given me a reason why I should invest in you. And that's not just a, a person that can give you a deal. That's just an audience, a fan, because I got to buy your music, right? You want me to buy your music, but you're not putting out no content. You want me to buy your music, but the content that you're giving out is garbage. I can't relate to it. Gig, you're following a trend, okay? That's always cool, right? That's always cool. I remember back in the days where they had the baggy shirts, the long white tees. 
in the in the in the baggy pants and stuff like that. Now I even take it way way farther than that. I remember when we used to wear Fat Albert in Fubu and, and State Property and Old Navy and uh, in Nautica, guest jeans, mountain gear. You see what I'm saying? These type of things. I mean people still wear Tim's, you know, those type of things. Well it was cool to rock Pro Kids, K Swiss, Adidas. That was the end thing. That was a trend. That was a trend. And I'm not ashamed to say that I, I used to follow that. That was a trend. You see what I'm saying? But now, you got to start your own trend. You make your own trend. Make me follow you. You ever been around somebody so long that you start speaking like them? Like, it's, it's crazy, right? Like, my family is Jamaican, right? So they speak Patois. Every time I get around them, I start to speak Patois too. But I, I, I flip it with, with English and Patois at the same time. You see what I'm saying? And that doesn't make me fake. It's the environment I'm, I'm around. You see what I'm saying? I went to Jamaica for, I think it was like two or three months. And I picked up the accent. I picked up the accent so crazy or so 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 uh so good that when I came back to America I didn't know how to speak English. <laughs> like it was it was weird. I my, everything I was saying was broken. Everything I, I was saying is broken. Now, whenever I speak patois, it was like I got to kind of think about what I say before I say it or else it's not going to make sense to them. You see what I'm saying? So now it's like, it's, it's, I got to flip around my words. When I first came from Jamaica, I didn't have to do that. Everything I said came out fluently. Because that's what I was around. That's what I was around. So, that goes back to what I was saying. Sometimes we have to do things ourselves. We can't wait on people. We can't wait on somebody else to do it for us. And we can't wait on people to make their move. And if you're waiting on somebody to make your, their move just so you can make your move, and then they're holding up your business, you need to find some other business somewhere else. You need to. Because if they can't respect the fact that you're holding up their time and their money in a way that they feed their family, then you, not, you need not to mess with them. It's bad business. If you lose some money, oh well. It's just money. Money comes and goes. You can't get back time. People be, oh man, that's $100. Oh man, that's $200. Oh man, that's $500. Oh man, that's $1,000. So what? Make it again. Who cares? Make it again. What you cannot get back is time. People will waste time before they will waste money. And I don't get that. That's another reason why you won't be successful either. You will waste time before you waste money. Instead of wasting time, instead of wasting money before you waste time. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And another reason why we're not successful is to be just on the financial standpoint is we rather spend money than save it. Not knowing it's the same thing. It's just on one hand, you always have it. You, you still have your money. You're just disciplined not to use it. If you get paid $1,000, if you get a $1,000 check, now I ain't going to say a $1,000 check. If you get paid and you get $1,000 after, after you pay all your bills, right? You get a thousand dollars after you pay all your bills and everything paid up. After you pay, after you take that um, no, you get a thousand dollars. I'm sorry, I was thinking too much. You get a thousand dollars after you get paid, right? The the average person will say, okay, I'm gonna take this two hundred dollars now, and I'm gonna put it away in my in, in the savings, and I'm gonna blow this eight hundred. No, it should be the other way around. I'm gonna take this eight hundred dollars out. Because I don't know what's going to happen next week. I might not get the same hours next week. I might even get fired next week. You know, God forbid. 
I might even get fired get, uh, next week, God forbid. And I might need this $800. So let me take this $200. Let me go take myself out to eat. You know, get a haircut. You know, uh, uh, take my wife out to eat. Take my husband out to eat. You know, take my girlfriend out to eat. Take my boyfriend out to eat. Take my kids out to eat. Do things that can make you happy. You see what I'm saying? Or even take $50 from that $200 and use that to go towards your dream. Work on your dream. And then take that same $150, either spend it on whatever you want so you can reward yourself for working hard. And at the end of the day, you'll still have that $800. And let's say you don't even use it for that week. And then you still get another $1,000 after you pay all your bills for next week. And you do it again. That means you got $1,600 in your, in your savings and you still got $400 that you can blow. Why don't we think that way? Why, do we, why would you want to blow $1,600 instead, instead of blowing $400 and saving $400 instead of blowing $400? It seems like common sense, right? But nowadays, common sense isn't really that common. And it's not our fault. Well, it is our fault. But it's what we're introduced to. It's what we're fed. It's what we're fed. It's what we're shown. So we can only do what we're shown and what we're taught. That's it. That's it. That you have to change it. It's on you. The ball is in your court. It's on you. It's, it's on you. I, I don't. It's on you. I can't do nothing. I can't make you want to be successful. I can't make you see what you're supposed to see. I can't make you see what you should see. I can't make you see your faults in it. Like I said before, we have too much pride. And we feel like we don't never do anything wrong. We, we, that's why we can't take positive criticism. I say all the time on my podcast, for anybody that has anything, any kind of feedback, let me know so I can become better. I don't mind po- uh, positive or negative feedback. Just make sure it's respectful. Because if I can't respect it, I'm not going to use it. Just make sure it's respectful. You see what I'm saying? That's it. That's the only thing I ask. Just make sure it's respectful. It's the only thing I ask. But I don't know, man. I don't know. We have to do better. And we will do better. We will do better. 2019, I predict you will go up an extra uh, tax bracket. Six-figure year. This is a six-figure year for everybody. Everybody that wants it, it's a six-figure year. I claim it. I claim it for everybody. I claim it for everybody. Everybody that wants it, six figures. Six figures. If you want it, work for it. If you work for it, you got to sacrifice for it. If you sacrifice for it, it will happen. Whether you believe in God or not, it's karma. Good things happen to good people. Bad things happen to bad people. What goes around comes around. Trust me. What you put out, you get back. And just a bonus. That's another reason why a lot of people aren't successful and don't want to be successful. They give off too much bad energy. Too much negative energy. Too many negative things. And then when it comes back to them and it hits them, they're acting surprised like, well, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why I'm going through this. No, that's what you gave out. That's the reason why. That is the exact reason why. That is the exact reason why. The exact reason why. You put that out. 
So now you got to eat it. You made your bed. Now you got to lay in it. 